0: Hello, and welcome to episode 180 of Travel Stories from the Back Again and Gone podcast. Yes, being recorded in the beautiful home office of Chateau Relaxo. And tonight, it's once again time for that November crazy travel roundup. Thanks for listening. Hello, if you are a new listener, welcome. If you are a returning listener, welcome back. And tonight as i traditionally do i am partaking in a brew of the day today it is a voodoo ranger juicy hazy ipa weighing in at a pretty hefty 7.5 apv no trips since our last episode and that really isn't that odd when you take into the account the time of year it is you know many clients many customers tend to enter holiday mode around this time and as project deadlines tend to get extended to compensate for team members being on some well deserved pto in turn that translates into less travel for me so opening tonight's episode with a bit of sad news airline weekly recently asked this question why did spirit airlines just cut 35 routes A solid question, and part of the reason for the cancellation is, of course, supply chain issues, which most of us have experienced. You know, this is slowing the delays of delivery of new aircraft as well as creating a shortage for parts needed to maintain the in-service airplanes. Larger, more cash-rich airlines typically cancel flights and not complete routes spirit being a little bit smaller and not as cash rich can't afford to roll the dice on picking the right individual flights to cancel so in turn they're 86ing the complete route so the sad news part is that many of these canceled routes involve thank you florida seven from fort myers seven from tampa six from fort lauderdale three from orlando and two routes from miami These cancellations will severely impact the content for the monthly crazy travel roundup. And that ends today's PSA. With the holiday season upon us, families and friends will often gather to share a meal. And here at Chateau Relaxo, those gatherings come with a set of ground rules. And the first rule and second rule are we don't discuss politics. And the number two rule is we do not discuss religion. And of course, the third rule is we don't talk about fight club. That being said, on a recent Southwest flight from Houston, Texas to Columbus, Ohio, a woman bit a fellow passenger and then, of course, attempted to open the exit door mid-flight because Jesus told her to. The 34-year-old female, and let's call her Nibbles, Nibbles shoved a flight attendant as she lunged for the exit door and attempted to open it. After the flight attendant restrained her, Nibbles requested a window seat but was denied the privilege. Further enraged, Nibbles began trying to open the door but was tackled by another passenger who Nibbles bit on the thigh. According to the FBI complaint, Nibbles had informed the other passengers that Jesus told her to open the plane door. The pilot made an emergency landing in Arkansas where Nibbles was arrested and the bitten passenger received a hepatitis shot as well as a handful of antibiotics. First, for the passenger that was bitten, skip the hepatitis and antibiotic shots and go right for the rabies shot and work backwards from there. Second, religion or the definition of religion is different for everyone. Nevertheless, how come we never hear of someone's personal Jesus telling them to sit down and shut the hell up on a flight? From Live and Let's Fly, we get a man holds a razor blade to a woman's throat. Merrill Darrell Fackerel, age 41, Merrill Darrell, has been charged with two crimes, assault with a dangerous weapon on or near an aircraft and carrying a weapon on a flight. This was a JetBlue flight from JFK to Salt Lake City. Somehow, some way, Merrill Darrell made it on board with a concealed straight edge razor. Merrill Darrell was seated in a window seat next to a married couple during the flight he turned to the woman seated in the middle seat told her to pause her movie while placing his hands over her screen she lowered her headphone noticed that merrill daryl was holding the razor blade just inches from her neck the woman's husband then went to the front of the aircraft yes the front of the aircraft to get assistance from the flight attendant we'll come back to this in a moment and the woman lunged from the aisle to escape merrill Darrell. And while doing so, Merrill Darrell reached and tried to stop her by grabbing her shoulder. In case you didn't see this one coming, alcohol is thought to be involved in Merrill Darrell's behavior. So here's my take. First, how did Merrill Darrell make it through TSA with an old school Sweeney Todd straight edge razor? Hopefully, TSA fires somebody. Why? Well, because she had one job. Second, taking the information that was provided in the story, this lady's husband just might possibly be the mayor of Wussville. You know, there's some details missing, and I don't mean to throw the husband under the proverbial bus unless it's warranted, but if he ran to the front of the plane while his wife was under attack, I'd say he might be the bigger problem for her than the idiot with the razor blade. Not that she can't take care of herself, but is chivalry truly dead? As for Merrill Darrell, he must atone for his indiscretion and is self-accountable to the fullest extent of the law. And like I said before, that TSA staffer who let him through should also be fired. And honestly, what was the husband thinking, bailing on his wife in a situation like that? In case he didn't know there is this cool little thing called a flight attendant call button right up there next to the air vent in the light and all you have to do is press it and a flight attendant will magically appear and besides yelling also works to draw attention to yourself it's right around this point in the year that air travelers begin to ask what food items can they take through tsa in their carry-ons and believe it or not tsa posts a list of what's permitted And here's just a sampling. Bread, absolutely permitted. Solid cheese, absolutely permitted. Fresh eggs, also permitted, who knew, as well as fresh meat, seafood, and other non-liquid food items are also permitted in both carry-on and checked bags as long as they are packed in ice. What's not permitted is stuffing a fresh chicken with a handgun and then trying to get it through TSA and one guess as to where all this went down thank you Florida not a lot of detail other than it happened at the Florida Lauderdale International Airport no mention of anybody's name or any repercussions TSA posted several pictures and if you're a true flow grown you will recognize the green striped Publix cooler bag in several of the pictures now TSA's social media person summed it up with this Instagram post We hate to break it to you here, but stuffing a firearm in your holiday bird for travel is just a baste, B-A-S-T-E, baste of time. Not sure which is better, the Florida man with the smuggled gun or the joking way TSA handled the situation. And let's stick with the theme of TSA and carry on. And just for kicks, we'll include, Thank You Florida, this came to us from Live and Let Fly, An orange cat was discovered at jfk by a tsa baggage screener not totally out of the ordinary but wait there's more there's always more first the agent spotted some orange hair poking out of the zipper of a suitcase and rather than unzipping the suitcase to pull out or see whatever was in there he ran the bag through the x-ray machine after the cat was discovered the bag was carefully opened at that point the cat popped out unharmed and seemed relatively calm The passenger was tracked down and admitted that the cat was from a house that he was staying at, but was adamant that he did not pack the cat. TSA reached out to the owner of the cat, alerted her to the location of the cat and asked if she wanted to press charges. She declined pressing charges, stating that her cat loves to climb into boxes and actually came to JFK to pick up the cat smells. She later reported the cat was totally unfazed by the incident as cats typically are. So let's talk about luggage for a few more minutes. We all know my rule of thumb when it comes to luggage, there are two types, carry-on and lost. And checking luggage, if you didn't know, can be a real crapshoot. You know, beyond getting lost, a checked bag can also have stuff removed from it, even if you use one of those TSA luggage locks, because a $10 bill on Amazon will get you, quote-unquote, a TSA luggage master key. Losing your luggage is a giant cup of suck. Even if you eventually get it back, I've lost luggage three times in my years of travel. Twice I found myself at Walmart late at night, trying to assemble some sort of an outfit for meetings the next day. The third time I landed at about 1 a.m. in Walmart in this small town was closed. My luggage made it to the hotel right around 6 a.m. Here's a quick tip. If you do want to check luggage, consider throwing an Apple AirTag on the inside of the bag. But any idea what lost luggage costs the airline? So let's do a little bit of pre-COVID math. In 2020, American Airlines President Robert Isom, ISOM, told employees, every lost bag comes with a cost of nearly $60. He went on to add that in January alone of 2020, American Airlines mishandled over 24,000 bags. Side note, airlines don't like to use the word lost. They replace it with words like mishandled. So it's 60 bucks a bag. It cost American Airlines right around four and a half million dollars in January of 2020. That's around 54 million dollars over the course of the year. So taking that same $60 and applying it to airlines as a whole It's almost $160 million a year in mishandled, not lost, bags. So what happens to the bags that are actually lost and never reunited with their owners? Much of it ends up in Scottsboro, Alabama, a population of right around 15,000. And Scottsboro, Alabama is the home of unclaimed luggage. My last visit to unclaimed luggage was about 15 years ago, and at the time there were more portable DVD players and digital cameras than your local Best Buy had. I saw half-used bottles of cologne, worn shoes, suits, even underwear, all of which for, for sale. And you can purchase, believe it or not, brand new clothing at Unclaimed Luggage, complete with the tags. Looking for a secondhand Omega or Seiko watch? They have them. And you can also purchase some real oddities that never got reunited with the rightful owners. Would you like a David Copperfield 8x10 autographed poster? You can have one for change back on $16. How about an International Silver Company 1927 Pine Tree 37-piece serving set? If you got right around $1,600, you can actually leave with that. Or a 19th Century Dutch Brass Jelly Pan for only $65. So if you find yourself in Scottsboro, Alabama, allow yourself an extra hour, maybe two, and check out Unclaimed Luggage. Piling on with yet another question, have you ever heard of a mattress run? And it's not a new ticky-tock challenge or even a college hazing week ritual. It's when you book and pay for a hotel room that you otherwise wouldn't need to earn rewards or qualify for additional hotel elite status. The question came from the points guy, and it is a valid question. Years ago, mileage runs were common with all the airlines, especially when the elite status was based on your number of connections, not necessarily the number of dollars or the number of miles you spent, but Delta for one actually included the connections that you made. So when I lived in Atlanta, I remember late in the year, many business friends taking business trips with three or four connections, when it was typically a direct flight. Mileage runs aren't that common anymore, but they still do take place. So back to the original question, is a mattress run still valid? In my opinion, this late in the year, a mattress run is a total waste of your time and typically your money. Here's why. First, credit cards. Love them, hate them, but every single chain offers a credit card branded with their hotel chain. And these credit cards will often give you some sort of an elite status right off the bat, as well as several thousand points. And of course, most of these cards do require you to spend several thousand dollars in the first few months after you sign up for the card. Also, most every major hotel chain offers some sort of an elite status level program this time of the year, So check the websites. Also, check your airline's websites for promos as well. Recently, Southwest offered a program that I took full advantage of. You know, late into the year, I did the math and knew that there was no way that I was going to have enough flights or points to have the companion pass for 2023. Enter the Southwest promo. It was a no-brainer. I think it came down to if you took one flight during their designated time period, you would get the Southwest companion pass. For the first quarter of 2023 it's not the full year but at least it's something and the tip into this is you typically need to have your head in a bed or your butt in the seat on the plane in order to get those points or those miles finishing up with this one last question are you looking for a unique way to miss or get kicked off your flight my suggestion is to not and i repeat not do it this way. Dateline, Seattle, Washington, American Airlines, gate area. This is where a passenger waiting to board screamed Heil Hitler while holding a Nazi salute. In case you didn't know, this is not okay. And if that wasn't enough, he then called for a race for right before he was arrested at SeaTac Airport. In the words of Ricky Gervais, being dead is a lot like being stupid. It's only painful for others. Well, there you have it. Episode 180, the November Crazy Travel Roundup. Plan to squeeze in a quick 2022 year in travel review numbers as well as a gift guide next week. So please check back. If you want detailed show notes, links, and pictures, head over to podpage.com slash travel hyphen stories. Visit us at substack, travelstories.substack.com. You can also leave me a message at anchor or shoot me an email, travelfrick at gmail.com. That's travelfrick at gmail.com. As I always say, travel safe, stay safe, and thanks for listening.